And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, February 5th, and we are starting a brand new week, the first full week of February, and we are delighted to be with you. Remember, this is the program that tries to help you make better financial decisions. It doesn't have to be the best. We're not into optimization. I don't believe in a two-hour work week. What was the name of that book? It's like the four-hour work week, something like that. It's nonsense. Anyway, um, by the way, Mark, I understand from the kids, the youngster, the 20-somethings, that um, there's like a name for New York. It's called like Work Island, like because all we do in New York is work. So it's sort of Yeah. I'm not even kidding you. It's like a TikTok thing. I heard that on our friends uh, at the compound. Uh, Michael Batnick and Josh Brown were talking about it and they said something like there's a thing it's like oh the Gen Z people they they call Manhattan the island of Manhattan work island like oh why would I want to go to work island oh my god okay I knew you'd I just I got a little rise out of you I got to keep you current baby and I was only current because I was listening to the compound and friends and you should do that also and you should check out our YouTube show which is called Jill on Money powered by the compound this is our video show it is so much fun so you can check that out and also if you want all the information about all the content we create go to Jill on money.com. And if you've got a question, just hit the contact us button. Okay. Today we're talking to Tony, who's on the line from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, Tony, how are you? I am good. How are you guys? Been a couple of years now. Yeah. So you're a recidivist caller uh, and, and emailer. So what's going on? Why did you get in touch with us initially? And then what can we do today? Uh, initially, I was I was feeling burned out on the travel um, in my job and looking to see if I was able to step away at 55. Um, been a listener for about three years now, and this is my two-year checkup after that call. What did I tell you? Did I tell you that you could leave or not? Uh, you said I was okay, um, okay. Oh, but I, I, hope I, I still, was right. you were, you were, you were against me paying off my house, um, which I did. Any, I did it anyways. God dang it. Tony, what was the, wait a second. Hold on a second. What was the interest rate on that house? Uh, I think it was two nine. You know what? I'm calling a personal foul on you right now. Go for it. Okay. I'm turn. I absolutely, 
absolutely calling a personal foul. How much did you pay that off? Like, what was the lump sum to pay off? I think at the time I only owed like 150 left. Yeah, because you probably, just to be clear, in two years you could have been in CDs and made more than 2.9%. But okay, let's let's move on. Um, you, you now have a paid off house. I, no, I, my soul is free. I have no debt. <laughs> and not, not my house. Dude, I owe nobody your, nothing. Your liability side might be zero, but your soul, I don't know. I'm not going to make be the judge of that. Tell me what else is going on. So are you still working on the burnout job? I, I am. I, I'm traveling. Um, and, you know, I, I still I think, you know, I think what it is, is the freedom, you know, at, at 55, will I have the freedom to do anything I want. Um, and I don't think it'll be nothing. But I just want to I guess I just want to continue to confirm, I think, as yeah. I get closer, I turned 51 in November. So I am literally four years away. And I guess All I right. just want to make sure I'm going to be okay. Tony, are you uh, are you a solo solo Tony, or is there a nope. Mister or Mrs. Tony? I am married. My wife is uh, seven and a half years younger than me, so I did it right. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. But no, she I want to make sure that she's married to a bust to... out who won't stop. Who's going to stop working at fifty five? Uh, does she work? She does. Yes. How much does she make? Uh, she makes ninety. Okay. And how much are you earning now, Tony? Uh, One sixty five. You guys have kids? Uh, both have launched, um, doing well. Tried Great. college, did not work out, and they are um, they are good and not coming home. So wow, that's amazing. And how much is the house worth? Uh, Nine hundred. Wow, going to stick around in that? Like, if in four years, is that like oh, I'm staying in this house, or you're going to go someplace? No, I think the goal is to buy some land and to build. Um, I think we want to buy something, put something small on it. And then build the house that we want and then have that second house for a backup for parents that's for later, later, wow. later times. So is that something that's available to you in your area? In other words, is that like a pipe dream or do you have to go way outside of Nashville? Like what happens to do that? Uh, you have to go out. I mean, you have to go about an hour, hour, 45 minutes to an hour out. Uh-huh. Um, but that's something that we're, we're okay with. Okay. Um, my, my wife, I travel and my wife. Um, works from home three days a week. So uh, okay, you know, so it's, it's not, doable. It's not the end of the world to to drive in a couple of days a week. Okay, I get you. So let's deal with some of the assets first. I want to get back to this: uh, how we do the house thing. So um, right now, are you both making retirement plan contributions? Yes, we are both maxing out. Okay, and how much money do each of you have in your plans? And and do me a favor, give me the the pre tax and the Roth if you have it. I mean, as a total number, um, it's one point one in four hundred one k and IRAs. Of that, one hundred and sixty is Roth. Okay, got and it. And currently, everything we are putting in is Roth. Okay, so that's retirement accounts. What about non retirement yes. accounts? Um, I have the deferred comp hmm. of about 540000 that pays out upon termination or leaving. Mm. Um, and then non-retirement, we have cash of 50000 and a brokerage of about 75000 Okay. So can we go back to the deferred comp for a second so I understand what the rules are on that? Okay. So let's presume you somehow get to your magic 55 number. How is that money, that 540 is it delivered as a lump sum to you? Unfortunately, um, I think all but 75000 will be lump-summed, mm, and so okay. I want to retire probably 
January, February, because I, I will take a huge tax hit on. It, it'll okay. probably pay out four twenty. Well, I mean, at today it would be four twenty to four fifty would pay. And that's all taxable, right? And that's all taxable, correct? And there's no way to dribble it out. It, there's a huge penalty. Well, uh. it's, it's a time penalty if I want to change it to the fifteen year um, payout. There's a time mm. penalty. You know, I'm probably thinking what you're thinking, which is, you know, it would be great if I could like move it one more year or spread it out from 55 to 60. But okay, it sounds like that's not happening. Okay, it's four years from now. And what happens with your wife's income? Will she also scale back or will she continue to work? Um, She sounds like 70, 30. Like I think she wants to do, it's not that we don't want to work. I said, I think we want to do less. And so okay. when I asked her, I asked her last week and you know, I said, okay, when I step away, are you going to step away? Are you going to keep working? Um, mm. She's like, I think I'm going to step away too. So, okay. So in that, in, from, so from your age 55 to your age 65, um, what's the game plan for health insurance? Go to the, do the Affordable Care Act or work enough hours someplace to get health care? The company I work with, that's one of the benefits is I've been here long enough that I qualify for their uh, retirement insurance. So I get mm. to stay on their plan at their rates. For until I until I go to to Medicare. That's so awesome. So deal. you get so you get those ten years. We have to worry about your wife for the end of you know what I mean because to account for the right. seven years. But we'll deal with it, right? We'll see where we yep. are. So let's say it's um you're fifty five to mm, I'm going to call it sixty five. What should I count on in terms of between the two of you? It does not have to be all or not, but like. You make over a couple hundred thousand now. Like, what do you think you guys would earn together? I would say, I would say on the the low ball would be fifty thousand is what I okay. what I put on paper. Okay. And without your mortgage, what do you um, estimate your your uh, expenses are? Currently, we're, we we um, we don't hold back much, but we're not spenders. Our current current budget seven thousand a month. It could be. It could be thirty nine hundred if we buckled up. What? But, you know, what do you mean? Where's that extra three grand going? Like my uh, allowance is probably a thousand dollars a month. Her allowance for what she wants to shop and do is a thousand dollars a month, and then just house stuff. That's weird. You just said the word allowance. I don't know why that like struck me as weird. Well, because I don't, I don't want to judge where she spends her money or the same thing. It's like you spend it on anything you want. You want to buy, you know, Rolos? Go ahead. You know, it's like so you each take some amount of money that's like your screw off money. You do whatever you want with it. You each of you correct. do that. Okay, I got it. Because it made it sound like oh, you were giving her, but you have no, no, not okay. at all. Okay, no, okay. it's it's whatever. So we're not judged. We're not all judging right. each other. I got so you. Buy whatever you want. Okay, so if seven thousand a month is rich, what's what's the right number? Is it six? It's probably it's probably fifty five hundred. Fifty five hundred. $5,000 would be pushing it and would Let, be, let's say, I guess what, what I found is when we get to that level mm. for what we make and what we've done and how, like how well I think we've done, mm -hmm. it, it makes us, it's almost punishing ourselves. Yeah. I think we so, need to live now and live later. Let's say six grand then. Let's just do six grand a month. That would be our expense number. So right now, tell us about how you're, you're saving, you're maxing out for your retirement plan. Are you also putting money into the brokerage account actively? Yes. How much are you putting into the brokerage account? About 2000 a month. Um, mm -hmm. That just is extra money that I just throw at it. That's great. Has that been happening for a while or? Uh, since like I paid off the house. So we paid mm -hmm. off the house in late, um, late 22. Okay. So 
I'm sort of thinking out loud here. If Tony is going to retire in four years and already has, let's just call it a million bucks in pre-tax and the 160 in Roth, there's cash, there's brokerage. Considering that you want to step down early, I feel like it might be better for you to not put as much money into your retirement account and put it into your brokerage account because you are going to need it. So I know that you say you're going to have the deferred comp, right? So the deferred comp, if we say, what's the, what's the state income tax in Tennessee? Uh, there is no state income tax. There isn't. So if we get 550, okay, is, are you still actively contributing to the deferred comp? No, we, we, I think when, when you and I talked, we talked about the brokerage and building, continuing to build a fund out of that. I went so, straight Roth from there. And okay. like, I want to, I want to leave something inheritance to the kids. And I, I really want to convert everything to Roth, honestly. Yeah, you don't have to. I, I don't think you're going to need to do that. It's going to be easier for you to, so, okay, here's what I think is the, let's, let's look at this as a, as a basic game plan. Okay. So in four years, you're, you're both done, but between the two of you, you make 50. We know that you need, let, let's just say we need another uh, 40 grand out of the account. Uh, you know, maybe it's 35, but whatever, you know, you need, you need your $72,000 a year net in expenses, right? I'm just going to, I'm going to make it 75 grand. So we need 25 grand a year from the 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 net proceeds of the deferred comp, right? You're going to have 350, so we'll have 75 grand a year for 4 years. I'm not inflation inflation right. adjusting this, right? So this this kind of gets us there, right? Because it's close. You can't go crazy investing this money, obviously. You know what I mean? Because you know, we need 300 of the 350. So you know, you could do something. We'll have to see when you actually are retiring and what the environment is and whether you should buy CDs or buy some laddered bonds. But of that 350, 300 is going to be used to plug your cash flow hole. Unless you're making more than you think. You know what I mean? Like, the, but let's just, right, right. let's pretend in, for all intents and purposes, let's pretend that of the 350, you burn up 300 by the time you get to say, you know, you're 60 years old. How does that feel? It leads me to one of my other questions. And I, I listen, I listen to you on a regular basis, obviously. And, mm. you know, you went off on, um, you, you don't rant, but you went off on a rant on uh -oh. uh, social security at 62 yeah. a couple of weeks back. Yeah. And, and what you said was like, you guys have to stop taking it at 62. Can you help me understand? Because the, the calculators that I use, Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem to make that big Here's, of a difference. Is it? Is it a it, different philosophy that I'm missing? Um, well, are you in terrible health? Um, I'm, I, I mean, I have an autoimmune disease, but I don't think that's terrible. Okay. okay. I think it's manageable. So okay. So the the deal is, uh, uh, sorry that you have that. First of all, that sucks. The the deal about social security is when you take it at 62, you get a 25 percent reduction for life. So it's just a rotten deal. If we get you to age 67, your full retirement age, then you are much, you've got a higher base on which you get a cost of living adjustment every year. And for you guys, it's going to be important. That social security is going to be important to you. I feel like, you know, for the, for four or five, six years, you're fine, right? So if you get to age 55, 
you know that you can get to 62 probably on the deferred comp, right? But then we have 62 to 67, and we need to know what's going to happen for those five years. And for you, you might say, well, if I take Social Security, it'll be fine. But you really, if you live to like 76 or something, it's a terrible deal. If you die quickly, it's a great deal. But it doesn't sound like that's you. It's like, and, you know, you both and especially with a younger wife, it is far more important to maximize the amount of money that you have coming in from the social security system, mostly because it's no risk. So I guess that from looking at where you are, I think that your game plan can work because the deferred comp gets you through, well, I don't know, 55 to 62, let's call it. Okay. That's, you burn that through. At age 62, you still have your million dollars of retirement, which is now more, right? It's like, you said 1.1, maybe it's, maybe it's one and a half. Okay. Some of it is pre-tax. So from the age of say 62 to 67, instead of converting it now and using your cash, I would just plan to say from 62 to 67, I will slowly pull money out of my pre-tax retirement. I'll pay the tax due on it. You'll be in a low tax bracket. I mean, even if tax brackets do sunset and go to other levels, you're, you're only making 50 grand a year. So I think that that's a good time to start saying instead of I'm concerned that if you take your money, you know, when you retire, if you take all that deferred comp and then just convert everything, you're sort of stuck in a game plan. Whereas you could dribble the money out of your your pre-tax retirement account from 62 to 67 and you'll get the money out. It'll be the same difference, except you will actually have the money come out before Social Security kicks in. And I think that'll probably get you pretty close. There's one wah-wah in this whole scenario. And let me just say what it is. The idea of buying land and building the house that you want, 45 minutes to an hour outside of where you live, is a game plan that is workable if you have the equity from your house. It is not a game plan where you maintain a $900,000 house. It would be really tough to build a case of how it could work for you to have all the money that you have using that for your cash flow when you're looking ahead, but then dipping into that to build the second home and maintaining the primary. So could you live with building your your land and your house after selling your $900,000 asset? Is that a possibility? Yeah, that, I think the plan is to, well, I mean, there, there's two ideas. One is to go buy the land now and then decide what we want to do. Two would be, to buy the land, go ahead and um, sell, put a manufactured home on the land, something nice that the parents can move into later on, live there for a year as we build. Um, so really, I mean, we would have a lot of open cash, as, but we'd be using it to build. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't want to maintain both yeah, okay. my primary and build. That that wouldn't be the plan at all. Mm-hmm. It's either buy the land and wait um and I guess that was one of my questions is like, if I, if I wanted to do that, would, would I want to do a HELOC or do something silly Oof, like that? No, that, you just, crazy, you, just right? you screwed me because you, I want my 150 grand back, don't I? Cause you had 150 <laughs> grand and you paid it off. You paid off a 2.9% loan. What's a HELOC now? I, I have one sitting there that I've never used. It's a 9%, but it's, yeah. it's, it's silly. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, yeah, you see why the whole paying yeah, off yeah. feels good in the moment, but now we're not going to do that. Okay. Tell me about the parents who are like, what, how old are they? What's going on for them? They are near, I think her mom is semi-retired. This is my wife's side and her dad is going to retire. I think he's 62 and wants to work till he's 65 and they live in Florida. Um, they, they don't 
need us per se. They oh. can probably live in Social Security. Um, but but having the house there, whether it's for my mom who's seventy two, um, or her parents, like I don't want to carry the two properties. So having a second house on the property for maybe kids someday, grandkids, visitors. I don't I don't know. I, if we can buy our dream estate, why not have both properties? Uh, I don't know. I I do not know if that is the smartest thing. I'll tell you what I think. I think not buying it right now makes more sense. Let's see what happens with your in-laws. Let's see what happens with all these uh, um, older generation. I feel like we're making a game plan with very um, with a few too many open unknowns that will be knowable in or, or at least more knowable in four years. Don't you think like that? We'll have just have more information. So I would rather wait and not do anything. I mean, look, you're going to tell me, well, real estate prices are going up. Nashville's so hot. Okay. If something fabulous were to come along, I guess, of course, that's also a reason to kind of skip the retirement contributions and build up the brokerage account so that you have more access to cash that has already been taxed. So if that if that's really a possibility, like, oh my God, I have friends in the industry, I have to be ready to pounce. Yeah. Okay. No, right? No, no. But I'm not I'm in no rush. Just so all right. I, I could buy this year I could buy in four years. I'm not in a rush to buy that, but that is the point. Okay. I think as long as you're flexible, I think that this plan is doable. I also think that if possible, um, if you know your fifty grand between the two of you turn into seventy five, mm, things look a lot better for you. Should I worry about RMDs because these calculators scare the heck well, out of you, me? Well, you know, no, RMDs. because you're going to retire early. You can you can pull the money out as you know. You have until seventy five to get money out of there, and you're going to need some money. So I wouldn't worry about it because you're going to actually have the money in the account. You're going to, you know, you basically you're going to use the deferred comp for some combination of buying your land, living. Okay. And then you're going to be able at, um, at some point when you're 60, 62, you'll start pulling money out of your pre-tax account every year. And it, you know, by again, if you took out a hundred thousand dollars a year, then you're going to pull money out of there for 10 years. You'll be fine. But again, you have till 75 before RMDs would kick in for you. So, I don't see why you should be afraid of that. You can manage that process. You will not be dictated by the government. I, I, I'm very clear about that. And so, you know, that's the only benefit of retiring early. Do you have your estate documents done? Uh, I am working on that now. So I've uh, met with a lawyer last week. So. All right. We're going to let you go. I'm going to stop beating you up. You're a good guy. I think you're going to be able to do it. Just be careful, okay? Give us a holler back if you if you have questions. Promise? Uh, absolutely. Thank you guys right. again. Tony from Nashville. Gang, are you going to pay off a 2.9? Don't you wish you had that money back? It's, 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 um, that's where we, we run into issues. It's never, uh, it doesn't seem like a big deal until something changes and um, in rates or in life. Having money and having liquidity is so great. It's just like it will soothe everything. Anyway, if you've got a question about this, you're approaching retirement, you're burnt out, you're traveling too much, you're a Tony, you're not a Jill or a Mark sitting on your asses in front of a screen in your apartment, which we know we're very lucky that we do, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Very happy about that. 
And uh, don't forget to subscribe to Jill on Money Live. 35 bucks. You're locked in for 2024, gang. For $35, you'll have access to quarterly live webinars, more special bonus content. Ooh, we got some interesting interviews that are cooking. Don't forget to subscribe to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. And, and, and don't forget, please do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.